You're listening to the Science Line Podcast. This is the sound of science. Hi, this is Becca Cudmore. Today I'm talking to a man who became well-known on the popular social media platform, Twitter, thanks to his beloved, unassuming house pet. Take a listen. Then suddenly it was 20,000, 40,000, 50,000, and within a month or two it was at half a million, and then within some time period after that it was a million, and he currently rests at about 1.4 million followers for a very small gray cat. Uh, my name is Jason Scott. I am an archivist with the Internet Archive in San Francisco, California. I work remotely. I live in New York. And you are known for a very special Twitter account. And could you tell us a bit about this? Sure. You know, in 2006, uh, Twitter came to be at South by Southwest. And in 2007, they brought it back better than ever. And it got onto the public sphere. People said, what is this Twitter thing? I should join this. So I was one of the people who joined up with Twitter in 2007. I ended up making a Twitter account for my cat. And I had a cat named Sockington, still do. And Sockington, uh, or actually Socks, is a small um, rescue cat that has gray fur and little white feet that make him Socks. I dreamed up a way of expressing him that was unusual and based off of jokes that my wife and I had about this cat's inner world and his inner turmoil and the things that were important to him. Um, I've been doing it since 2007. It probably broke wide around 2008 or 2009. One of the co-founders of Twitter made him a default optional account, and it gained a little bit of a following over the course of a few months. And then... um, The Sockington account blew up. Today, this tweeting cat has about 1.4 million followers. But its owner and tweet typer, Jason Scott, says the fame hasn't quite gotten to his head. The cat himself, um, you know, really kept me grounded because it's just a cat. And having the trappings of celebrity or having some sort of celebrity event happen can sometimes convince you that you as a person are increased in worth. And that's not always the case. Sometimes people are just where everyone else is. Sometimes people are there simply because you remind them of something else. Like, you just have no idea. You know, I have a recording of a a shock jock artist talking about Sockington the cat. And they point out that the astronaut at the time who was in space was Twittering. And he had 280,000 followers. And then, you know, to have almost five times that be for a house cat. They thought that was a kind of referendum on the human condition, which I think is, you know, if you're a person who is trying to make your way in the world and you want to be known, Twitter seems like a really effective way to do it. Uh, do you think this cat has had impact on, on people? I mean, good or bad, or is it just sort of for fun? Oh, well, the cat's had some positive aspects. One of the things that really worked out with him is that, again, he's a rescue cat. He was found mewing uh, next to a subway stop. I wanted it known that these cats out there uh, live very hard lives and that, you know, it really helps to both capture and spay and it also helps to go to shelters and get these cats. And I had to have him start 
coming down on issues. So, for instance, Sockington is kind of pro-no-kill shelters versus other shelters. Like, that's a thing among pet people. Same thing with cat food, having additives versus no additives. It's definitely a no-additive cat. People have gone and rescued cats because of Sockington. So his most lasting thing is probably about 100, 200 cats have avoided being killed because of him. Do you have an example of one of his classic tweets? I had a person who I was collaborating with on a potential book before I decided a book was stupid. And his favorite tweet of all time was, just keep moving, squirrel in yard, just keep moving. Sockington is such a small voice and such a endless sea now. He made a reference to this Twitter thing. This woman who, uh, she went onto a plane, but just before she went onto a plane, she said this awesome, weirdly inappropriate, vaguely racist tweet. It was like, heading to South Africa, hope I'm not going to get killed. Just kidding, I'm white. It was something like that, some stupid thing. And somehow it blew up. Like a bunch of people blew it up. Thousands of people were following And her flight was, you know, 10 or 12 hours or whatever it was. So the hashtag became, I think it was like, has Sarah landed yet? Has she landed yet to see what's happened to her? And it was really freaky. You know, by the time it's all over, she was fired. There was somebody waiting with a video. They recorded her, like took pictures of her when she landed. Uh, They talked to her father who was waiting for her, who was very unhappy about this and fired her. So, So her entire life changed while she was on there. And I had Sockington say something along the lines of, hope I don't get canine distemper, just kidding, I'm a cat. Like this weird little parody reference. And I think that it was vaguely entertaining. Selling out to me is when you are doing things you would never do um, and don't want to do necessarily simply because it may increase income, may increase income. And I've never done that with a Sockington account. Mm -hmm. So when somebody came along and had T-shirts, I made sure they were the ridiculously high-quality T-shirts, and they were done by a really great artist. So the few times that money has come in, it has basically just gone to charity. I've chosen some shelter somewhere that, I mean, a lot of these shelters barely get by. So, you know, if, if all I leave behind is a bunch of funny tweets and an understanding of these animals, I think it was a pretty good run. If you've ever watched YouTube videos before, then you're probably already familiar with a few famous YouTubers. There's people like Smosh, Shane Dawson, Kev Jumba, and my personal favorite, Trisha Paytas. In fact, just last week, a few friends of mine had a brush with fame with YouTube sensation Ryan Higa, otherwise known as Niga Higa. He's pretty much like YouTube royalty, an A-list internet sensation. His story, like many of these stars, started from modest beginnings. First, he got into video recording himself, and after one thing leading up to the next, he began producing short skits that now have over 1 billion views, along with 12 million subscribers. That got me thinking, how did Ryan do it? How was he able to rise above the millions of YouTubers out there producing and posting their own skits? More importantly, how could I make myself known? What was the secret to internet fame? 
In our world today, internet fame isn't just limited to posting an online viral video. There are also funny Twitter accounts with a mass of followers, Tumblr pages with a ginormous fan base, and don't forget Facebook with its immeasurable number of fan pages and news feeds. The power of the internet has no doubt led to some great discoveries of some very interesting people, and that's how I met Dr. Yalda T. Uls. She's a senior researcher at the Children's Digital Media Center at UCLA, as well as the regional director of Common Sense Media. She talked with me about her recent findings on a study she did on children and the values of TV fame. I looked at television um, and how the values of television have changed in the last 50 years to be focused on um, young people who are famous. Um, and I, I, I did this study where I looked at the top two shows one year in every decade starting in 67, and I found that in every decade up through 1997, um, the top values reflected in these shows for um, tweens, and these were shows like Happy Days and like the Andy Griffith Show, and that you know those were the shows that were popular those years. And in 2007, it was American Idol and um, and Hannah Montana. Um, in every other decade, 97 before, the top value was community feeling, and fame was near the very bottom of the list. And in 2007, it flipped. Community feeling was number 11, um, so it had gotten gotten much much lower, and. Um, Fame was the top value in 2007 in these television shows. So what had happened? Why had the desire to be famous suddenly sprung up the list so quickly? Well, according to Dr. Uhls, the reason points back to the internet and the resulting rise of social media. In the early 2000s, social media, YouTube and Facebook and all of these things were launched and they grew really quickly. So did these new... um, tools and new platforms that were facilitated by the growth of the internet and the growth of mobile, were they, um, were they influencing these changes in television and what was reflected in television, which was that fame is really important and is something that, um, you know, is something that young people can aspire to. Her survey on young people didn't just stop there. As I started exploring it, I did a focus group study, which was also um, published, with kids in Los Angeles, fourth graders and sixth graders, to see if they um, they were aware and they, they watched these shows, if they were picking up on these messages that were in these shows, and they were indeed. And then I also found that many of them had YouTube videos posted. They really were aware of how many friends they had on their networks. They were counting all this stuff. And social media was really a huge part of their world and also something that they were potentially using to um, raise their um, profiles and to get popular and, you know, get people to like them. And in other words, what to them in their world sort of represents fame, you know, people paying attention to them. So the internet, which gave rise to social media platforms like Twitter and YouTube, gave rise to a new value on fame, which then gave rise to a new generation of attention-seeking people. So does that go the same for adults? Yes, I would say the same things that are working on children, the same sort of wanting 
recognition and validation, those are all things we've always wanted. Everybody is always, you know, everybody wants validation and fame's been around, the concept of fame has been around forever, you know, and I really want to caution you. I have not found that everybody wants to be famous and that that is different than it was in the past. She makes a good point. There are differences between wanting to be famous and just wanting to be noticed. We are social animals after all, and that usually encompasses a need to be recognized through family or friends. It is those who seek attention through what seems to be complete strangers that ultimately desire fame. Humans have basic needs. We're social creatures and we need to belong. We want to be part of a community and we want to feel good about the work that we do and what we do. Those are all normal things that, you know... We want to communicate effectively. We want all of those things. We want to be understood. We want to be heard. However, um, and and what what we now have. So so that's underlying everything, and that's been underlying you know human behavior all you know since the beginning of time. What we now have in today's society is a is a method to get those same things, you know, that need to belong, to get validation, a sense of community, um, getting your voice heard, you know, having people tell you they like things. Um, We now have a way to do that with many, many, many more people than we ever did before. I mean, in the past, you could only do that with the people you were hanging out with or in your neighborhood or on the schoolyard if you're a kid. Now we have a way to do that and get those same needs met through um, this online audience. Now we have these, these tools available to every single person that really allows us, everybody, to feel like, you know, they have access to those same things that only a few had before, which is a broad, broad audience and, a, you know, that available at the click of a finger, et cetera. Regardless of who we are, it seems, there is always a basis to be recognized and acknowledged by others. So for those who seek fame, could it be that they just aren't getting enough attention from their peers? There's always been people wanting to cash out on notoriety, you know. I mean, there's been movies made of famous criminals, Bonnie and Clyde, you know, Badlands. But now you don't have to go out and just, you know, do something that extreme to get attention. You can do something smaller and get a lot of attention. I don't think more regular people who are moral, you know, people that that exhibit good behavior choices day to day are tempted to do bad things to get attention. But I think those people that would maybe do it in their offline lives may use social media or may be tempted to use social media um, to, to get attention in their online lives. All right, all right. So maybe I'm a little selfish here. Maybe it's not exactly moral to try and be famous simply to be, well, famous. Think of those accidental viral videos like Charlie Bit My Finger or David After the Dentist. Were these children seeking attention purposely? What about people like Pentatonix, the acapella group now on tour, Michelle Phan, the self-made makeup guru, and dare I even say Justin Bieber? They were all discovered and shown in the spotlight for what they could do. Fame might not have been their aim, but more of something they truly wanted to share with others. That, along with a smidge of luck, they became famous. I would like my work to be noticed, 
You know, I want people to, I want to share my work with everyone, but it's based on my work. It's not based on just wanting to be famous. So my name's out there. It has, it's because I want to share my work with the world. So the secret to internet fame? Well, you can't really say there is one, but if you had to get down to it, it's a passion to share with others what you have. With tools such as Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Snapchat, and whatever social media platform that's out there, there's no doubt it's becoming easier and easier to become famous, but more importantly, to share. This podcast has been brought to you by ScienceLine.org. Thanks for listening.